top of the show to you. Do you can you do an Irish accent having been there for so long? Absolutely not. No. You know Irish accents are really hard to do. They are hard. All I know is that they say my name, Michelle. Michelle? Yeah, because uh, Michelle is French. That's French. There are a shit ton of Michelles in Ireland. There are so many. I'm telling you, out of every country I've ever been to, the most Michelles live in Ireland. You know, I'm afraid to go to other countries right now. Why? Because of the world is outrageously crazy right now. Have you seen the United States of America? Uh, yeah. We're the craziest ones here. I guess you're right. I feel way safer in other countries. Because I want to go. I want to go back to uh, to Israel. Um, George has never been. Uh, neither have I. Yeah, you've never been. I'd love to go with you. I want to go there. I want to go back to Sweden and and the Netherlands uh, in the summertime. But the problem is we always work in the summertime. Correct. And I've only ever been to Stockholm, but not long enough. Did you get the syndrome? I did, and it was good. Oh, girl. I love Amsterdam, but I really want to spend some more time in Sweden. Yeah. I want to go back to Germany again. I've only ever been to Berlin. Berlin, I've said this before. It, apparently, people are saying it's like New York in the 80s. It's that kind of electric. Oh, it's fun. You were there recently? Yeah. When? Um, Within the past year. Oh, and you guys play clubs. Yeah. Did you, got, did you get to spend time in these places? Not enough, but if you're lucky... You know, on these tours, you get to get a day off here and there. It's not a lot, but you go and you explore, and that's how you really see these places. But David and I are both turning 50 this year, me in September, him in December, and um, they want to go to Switzerland or Germany and... um, I'm not sure where we want to go, but we're trying to figure that out. We're volleying ideas back and forth. Oh, you're including the kids in on this? Yes. Why, you let those girls go and live their lives. They're not 27, Rue. Listen, you've been you've been carrying them on your back for long enough. They're my children. Don't make me not take my children. They should go and get jobs and, and send you on a 50th. Because they're going to be, you want to go on a vacation. They're going to be sending you to Shady Pines any day now, you know. Not quite, but very close in the near future. Yeah. I was flying to Ireland and I was like, what am I going to watch? Because you and I often talk about watching stuff on the airplane. And I finally got to see Shape of Water. Oh, you did. First of all, I love her, Sally Hawkins. Yeah, she's fantastic. But it was so great. I love that movie so much. Do you love it best picture, love? Do you think it's worth a best picture? I mean... I'll take that as a no. I don't know because Call Me By Your Name. Call Me By Your Name is the best picture. And Lady Bird too. Lady Bird is best picture. Yeah, but I loved Shape of Water so much. It moved me. It was impactful. It was romantic. I thought it was poetic. But then they edited it. The plane turned motherfucker into mustard sucker. Mustard sucker. Mustard sucker. Did you have you ever seen snakes on a plane on regular television and how they overdub Samuel L. Jackson? Does he curse? Oh, yeah. first of all, he curses throughout the whole thing because he's he says, "Get these god fuck motherfucking planes off this motherfucking." Yeah, yeah. I knew that actually. Yeah. I think they may even say mustard sucker. Oh my god. I remember the first time, like, I'm conscious of that happening on TV. I remember Steve Martin, um, the jerk, was on TV, and his dog, I think the dog's name was Shithead. Was it? And I remember them going, come here, lifesaver. And I'm going, no, I know the dog's name is Shithead. And I was young, and I remember it then. And it does change everything. And you had a, a bat mitzvah, right? I had a bat mitzvah, but... My parents were... Did you have to learn the scriptures? I had to learn what I had to sing. Yeah. The the portion of the Torah, it's called the the Haftorah. Um, I had to learn, but I sang it 
I didn't learn like they would point to it and you read mm-hmm. it as you go along. I didn't know what the fuck I was reading. Mm-hmm. I learned it through song yeah. because you sang it. And my cantor was female in any religious, really religious. My cantor temple, was Eddie. Oh, I know Eddie. Yeah, he was yeah. my cantor too. Yeah, uh-huh. My cantor was Deli. Uh huh. <laughs> but she was female and she loved my voice, so I bonded with her. And a real religious, like Orthodox and Conservatox, yeah. they would never have a female cantor. Conservatox. That's like a conservative and orthodox oh you're getting really i've never heard that term before oh, there's a lot in judaism oh. but my parents were reform and they're i hate to say it but they were kind of like pseudo jews yeah they would only go like high holy holidays that was it yeah well that's the kind of jew i am you're more religious than arlene and Marty oh okay and my All dad right. was raised orthodox but i think when they adopted us they knew that i wasn't jewish from birth yeah and and my brother, I don't think, is at all, but he doesn't care to find out. Right. So they... Oh, he, your brother has not tried to find his biologicals? Nope. Uh. Um, what I'm finding after all my years of talking to people who are adopted and stuff yeah. is that boys and girls are fundamentally different. Yeah. Girls want to know. I wanted to know because I was going to have babies one day, hopefully. I wanted to know if there was anything going on in my bloodline. Yeah. And boys just don't seem to care as much. There are plenty that do. I'm not speaking for everybody. Yeah. But the people that I've I've spoken to over the years, the boys don't seem to care as much. Yeah. How old were you when they got you? Four months. I was Four in months. an orphanage, uh, foster home. Really? Not orphanage, foster, foster that's home. That's a long time. Four months. I know that some of the shit that is within me that's wrong yeah. is because of those four months left un coddled uncared for I'm sure my foster home was great yeah but again my need to please and my need to succeed and my need to want everybody to love me comes from not being wanted in utero and I fucking know it right because I've I lived a very privileged lovely life my family wasn't rich we were lower middle class both workers but I never wanted for anything yeah but I know that that goes back to that makes sense I mean that that believe me that you know those those first few months those first few days crucial crucial to bonding and knowing that you came from where is that person i was in and i didn't have a mother to hug me yeah i was given to a nurse and i'm sure the nurses did a great job but they weren't my mother yeah i didn't have any kind of skin to skin i didn't have a breast to suckle i went right to a bottle and then i was given to a foster home yeah and i don't know who that woman was or man yeah or both but I know that there were four months in my life that I was left not cared for like a mother would care for. Sure. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. But you're here now, Blanche. You're here now. Thank God. Yeah. And it's all really, it's turned out really well. Yeah. And I was one of the lucky ones because there's a lot that don't have it that lucky. But but if you are adopted and you are going on this journey, um, find the peace within because a lot of times the stories don't end up the way that you want them. Yeah. And um, mine luckily did, and there are a lot that will. Yeah. Go for it. Do it. And if you can't do that, get the ancestry stuff that you can just swab your cheek. Everybody's doing the ancestry. Now, when you do the ancestry stuff, um, you have to, do you have to give them your information? You can do whatever name you want. You can put a different name. You can put a different name. You don't even have to... Um, and it goes into a data... Do they say, oh, well, by the way, this is going into a data bank? You can say yes or no, because I think I talked about it before... Um, even if I didn't find my biological mother, which I did when I was 25, um, I had a cousin reach out to me and say, um, we're cousins. And she ended up going. Right. You told that Yeah. Story. She's yes. like, yeah, yeah. So the point being, even if you don't want, you can say no to even being put in the database, I mm-hmm, think, mm-hmm. to find out who your relatives are if you don't care. Yeah. But 
You can put any name that you want in there, and they'll never know it. I'm going to put Tamika McCoy. Put Tamika McCoy, and they will tell who Tamika McCoy's cousins are. Uh Uh-huh. You can do that. Yeah. And it's worth it, because there's some pretty cool shit that you find out. Huh. But, like I said, you do five different ones, you're going to get five different results. You think, if I did five different companies who do the DNA thing, I'll get five different results. I have done two. I've done my heritage, and I've done 23andMe, and they're both different. I'm about to do Ancestry. That's yeah. the third one. So the, one of them said you was Chinese, and the other one said you was Japanese. a Bonigani and yes. Japanese. Okay. Yes. All right. But there, there's some similar things, you know, European yeah. um, stuff like that. But one said I was Scandinavian. The other one said I was um, Iberian, like 23%. Iberian? Which is What's Spain that? and Portugal. Oh. Oh, right. Yes, of course. The Iberian Peninsula. Yeah. So there's... And then um, West Asian, which would be okay. like... Iraq ish. Wow. So there's, and 4% Greek. Mm. It's all Greek to me. It is, certainly is. Now we've got Kate Upton coming up. Uh, when was your first uh, uh, knowledge? What was your first knowledge of Kate Upton? As a model with Swims, really with swims, big boobs. With really big, because she's thin. Thin, big boobs, natural boobs. Yeah. She's like the modern day Christy Brinkley. Yeah. You know what I mean? That beautiful face, very natural. She's got beautiful mole. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I, I knew her from, I only first heard of her from Sports Illustrated. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But that's, that was her bread and butter. Still could be, who knows? Yeah. But that's the type of all America. Right. The all America. Yeah, because she, she has that look that the, all of the modeling agencies wanted in the 70s. Correct. And, and into the eighties, she's got the look that all the boys in America all love. the boys love that look. And she married a baseball player. Well, well, uh, she was she was engaged. Now, I, now they're married. Oh, correct. Yeah, because when uh, she when, did the show, she was engaged. When she was she did the show, she was engaged. So obviously, this is not then. <laughs> now, I didn't need you to bring that up. Sorry. But- <laughs> Sometimes I don't think. Well, I was speaking. I was speaking in code. Yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> Get a new code, please. But her body is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. She's and she's a lovely. She's so sweet. Yeah, lovely. Really, really. Sweet. All right, so we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna have her. Is that oh. right, Mr. Producer? Oh, yes. she's coming. No, no, no we, we have, have more a little time. bit more okay, time. Okay, well, I got okay. something to talk okay, about. Okay, great. We'll take a break. My name break. is Michelle Visage, and I got something to say. <laughs> Be right back. Talkspace is just so fabulous. I just, I love the concept of something in the 21st century where you can really do yourself some good, your mental health, your emotional health. Talkspace is the way to go if you need, really need someone to talk to. Honey, it's the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is that computer with an internet connection or even better yet, the Talkspace mobile app. It means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past because so many people say, I can't fit it in, I can't do it. Well, with Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. You can get something off your chest whenever you need to. Talk about everyday challenges at work, your kids driving you crazy, your husband, your wife. Just chat about life. There's no extra commutes, no leaving the office, and no judgments. And remember that therapy isn't just about digging deep into your innermost thoughts or those childhood memories. It's also about that practical stuff. The Talkspace platform is over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. So to match with a the perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy. Go to Talkspace.com slash Rue. Use the offer code RU to get $30 off your first month. It's Talkspace.com offer code RU. 
So, Michelle, you know, I'm going to New York. I I'm going to break out my Today Ticks app and I'm going to see some shows. Honey. Um, Carousel opened. Oh, my God. Carousel. When is it opening? It's open. It's open now. Yeah. Oscar Hammerstein. What's, what's the big song from Carousel? It's You'll Never Walk Alone. Yeah. But it's also If I, I Loved, loved you, you. Oh, my goodness. I want to see that. I've yeah. never seen it. Have you seen it? I have seen the movie with Shirley Jones. Yes. Because yes. she did that. Yeah. And uh, she was. Oh, my God. So many great shows. Amazing. Listen, I just recently saw Angels in America. Oh. Uh, wait, what else did we see? That's we saw, an experience. We saw some plays. and uh, it, Well, of course, Today Ticks was our best friend going to see. I was up to me in New York. You can see him in, in I LA. I saw Hamilton in London. In London using and your Today Ticks. And I also Ticks. saw Ruthless. Yes. Oh, I love that show. So great. I, I use it in San Francisco. I use it all over the world. And more cities are showing up on Today Ticks. Just like Ruth said, London, San Francisco, LA, DC, Chicago, Seattle, Philly. More cities coming soon. Stay tuned. You cannot live without Today Ticks because they pioneer pioneered mobile lotteries and mobile rush technology. So you can enter those lotteries to see shows at deep discounts and sometimes they're $25. I know, I know. I think that's how I saw the Donna Summer show, which is going to be in, on Broadway very, very soon. It's you, in previews now, I think. It's the best way, you guys. Today, Tix would like to offer you $20 off your first purchase with the offer code RU. So download the Today Tix app for free on iOS and Android. That's Today T-I-X or visit todaytix.com to see what's playing this week and treat yourself to a show. I'm not even kidding when anybody asks what to see or yeah. and I just say, well, did you check today? Exactly. Don't even bother going you online. There's no, there's no reason. You can see what's playing in your Today Ticks app and that's how I decide. Yep. Go to todayticks.com, offer code RUE. All right, we are back. What's up, well, girl? We were talking about our Casper mattresses and how much we love them. Yeah. And um, it just started me thinking about... This thing, this little dance that my husband and I do every night. And Is it I want to pee dance. It's not the pee dance. I wish it was, or he wishes it was. Uh. But he, and I don't, I'd love to know how you feel about it because everybody has a different thought about it. But yeah. he it likes to cuddle in bed. Yeah. He likes to hug me when I'm sleeping. Uh-huh. I literally hate that really i stiffen up i don't want you on me this I, is after you've fallen asleep this no well this he wants before. to like fall asleep with like hugging me. sure yeah yeah, yeah. and i'll i'm down for, and i sound like an evil bitch my god yeah. but that's not own the way it, own it it's not the way i mean it yeah. what i mean is i'll cuddle snuggle let's read do whatever we're doing snuggling is fine but then when i go to sleep can i just turn over and have my space yeah i don't want you hanging on me yeah i don't want your leg on me yeah it's i'm not comfortable and he gets really offended and really upset that i well, don't who falls asleep first me you always fall asleep always first? Yeah. let me tell you something there is no circumstance no environment i cannot sleep in really i am such a good sleeper so but when he puts his leg on you nope gotta go bye he wakes you up yeah oh yeah that would wake me up yeah but i mean even He'll, so now he has to go, okay, I'm coming in to hug you. Uh -huh. He's going to hug you for a little bit, so get yeah. ready. Like, there's like this big warning. And he thinks that I'm crazy. Uh -huh. I hate to be hugged when I'm sleeping. You, I, I you, get it. You but get hot. You know, it's yeah, like, and it's actually, the truth is, and George does this too, um, he loves cuddling and stuff, and I'll do it. But even I know when you sleep? Yeah, but see, this is the thing. He will fall asleep before I do. So you can break so free. So I can, I, can, I can cuddle. And then I can break my ass free. Break free, bitch. I can run for the border. Go. Taco Bell, bitch. Bitch, go. Yes. And he thinks that I am mean and that I don't like. He's like, is it me? And I'm like, David, 
I love you. Yeah. Why don't you cuddle him? I don't want physical contact when I sleep. Well, you know what Betty Davis said? I have a different house? No, she said um, the key to a happy marriage is separate bedrooms and separate bathrooms. Separate bathrooms I agree with. Yeah. I don't agree with separate bedrooms. I like having him next to yeah. me. I really do. But I don't see the need to be physical all the time. I get it. I get it. See, I know that um, as soon as I cuddle George or he cuddles me, he's going to fall asleep. I just know he, that's how he is. I'm the last I'm the bit same standing. Way. Oh, so is David. Yeah. So I'll do it. I'll say, okay, yeah, yeah. Or I'll get up and I'll start to go to the gym or something. And he'll say, cuddle, cuddle. I'll go, okay, I'll do five minutes. Five minutes. And then I'm more and, generous, than and I he am. will go. He will go straight to. The, my problem with George is that that motherfucker. He will all the covers, all the shit. You know, he's six. He's six seven. Yes. So he takes over. We have a California king. He takes over all of that, and I've got this little sliver of the bed. And you're tall too. I'm tall too. I've got this little sliver, and and then um, that's funny. He'll turn, and all the sheets will come with him. <laughs> right. So I have to pull. To get yeah, them back. Yeah, yeah. I've done that too because David's big. David's six two, and he's a big boy too. So it's yeah. like trying to get your share of the thing. But I think it was more about how people feel about cuddling and. Yeah. Well, I think the solution to your problem, Michelle, is that divorce. No, it's oh, not that. No. I think you should say, "Listen, just kidding. Honey. I'll give you five minutes. Okay. In heaven. Okay. Five minutes in heaven. Okay. And then you have to let go. Okay. Because you got to let go. You got to let go. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Because I I want, and I understand that. I, you know, I was never able to sleep with other people in the same bed until I met George. I understand that. Because I I don't trust motherfucker. Right. And uh, it's scary. It's scary. It's weird. Because that's when you're most vulnerable, isn't it? Yes, it it is. Because you're sleeping. Yeah. And I obviously have been married for almost 21 years, and I feel very comfortable doing anything next Mm -hmm. to my husband, and I love being with him. Mm -hmm. It's got nothing to do with that, whereas I feel for him, he feels close to me when he does that. And I go away a lot, and I can understand his need to want to be closer to me, especially when I'm away a lot. Uh But for me, I can't really sleep with anything or anyone touching me. Yeah. And I, I never it. could. I was never a cuddly girl like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Even You're when like, like a dude, I am more like a dude. Even yeah. like laying on the couch, I love to sit next to him. I'll flip my leg over his, or vice versa. But I'm not gonna sit there and be like, "Can he snuggle up into your chest?" Uh-huh. Let's spoon. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. I'm not judging anybody. Yeah. It's just never been my thing. I, I have done it with my kids. Uh huh. Um, when they were younger, if they were sick, and hug them and protect them when I sleep. Now, so we were talking earlier about those four months that you were alone. I bet it's connected to that. Before you were adopted. Interesting. Before you were adopted by your parents. I slept alone. You slept alone. Nobody hugging me. Yeah. Nobody near me. I bet, those, I bet it's connected. You never thought of that? Your therapist has never come. How much are you going to pay me for this session? Um, I will pay you in chocolate. <laughs> I want to be paid in cuddles. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I don't mind. I love hugging because yeah. hugging is my favorite thing. I love yeah. to hug people. Yeah. I love to hug my husband. I love to hug my daughters. Even like when my daughters, uh, listen, we just went away on a ski trip and Lily came into my bed and fell asleep in my bed, right? Yeah. Um, it was mommy and daughter time. Lola mm. passed down on her bed. So I was hugging Lily and... She was asleep, so I pulled away, and as I pulled away, she's like, "No!" Uh-huh. So I turned around, and she hugged me. I'm like, "Lily," uh-huh. trying to p- 
pry her off of me. Yeah. And it's, it's not that it's him. It's just even my babies. Yeah. You know, I just need to, I'll give you your time. Just does it have to be when, when I sleep? Like, right. let me do the time before. Sure. You get comfortable and I'll be right next to you. I just don't need you all over the yeah, clean. No, I think the compromise is you give your husband five minutes. It's a good idea. Five and minutes. And that's what you guys do? Yeah, you know, I, because a lot of times I'm on my, he'll, he'll want to do it as I'm about to go to an appointment or go to the gym or I have to meet my trainer or something. It's like, he's a brat. Yeah, he's if I, okay, give me, hug me, uh, cuddle me before. I'm like, okay, I can spare five minutes. That's but really giving of you. realize I have... An appointment. an appointment. If I was dressed and out the door, like David has done that before, he'll be like, just call me be right. And I'll go, no. Yeah, yeah. I am dressed. Yeah. Because you know, once you give five minutes, something's going to happen. Something's right. going to turn into something. Yeah. And then everything is going to get jacked up. Exactly. So you right. are way more giving person than I am. Well, I know that he, he you know, he, he, he really loves it. And um, yeah. I just didn't know if that um, was crazy of me. It's not. It's not, especially when you're going to sleep because, you know. If it's common. I, 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 see, I'm a light sleeper, so I don't need. So everything will wake you up? Everything will wake me up. Everything will wake me up. And he's a heavy sleeper. Does he snore? Oh, yeah. And that doesn't wake you? No, not when I'm asleep. Usually, you know, I can read or, or you know, he'll fall asleep way before me. Right. And I will, I'll watch TV or read or something like that what do you do for you to lull you to sleep because you are such a shitty sleeper well i go to bed first of all george you know we live in different states and only when we're together do we sleep uh together obviously but uh he um i you know i I swear to you when i say i listen to an eckhart tolle lecture every night i mean it every single night i list i put on how many? There's not that many. Well, there no, and I listen to the same ones over and over. Which again. ones do you like? This is, uh, I, you know, the book "A New Earth" is the audio, the audio version, book. and the, and I've separated the playlist. It's on my iPod into chapters, so there are, I believe, there are eight chapters to this book, and so one which playlist, is not a lot. It's not a lot. One chat, one playlist. I will start it, and I'll hear the beginning of it, and I'll fall asleep. And I won't hear all of it. Well, you actually are hearing. I am hearing it. Sometimes I'll sleep. I'll start it in the middle. Because I've got these meditation, this meditation app. That app, you, yeah, you, I, you gave the. I never use it. The Insight Timer. Yeah. And I, there's so many that I love on there. Now these are, they have guided meditations. What's it called again? Insight Timer. Insight Timer, and that's mm-hmm. an app you can get at the App Store. It's free. Yeah. And there's all these med- different it meditations. Looks like a bowl. Yes. There's all these meditations and what I like, and you could download ones you want to save mm-hmm. and keep. Um, you could bookmark them. And there's all different ones. Like sometimes when I'm awake, manifestation ones, there's abundance ones, there's health. Um, sometimes when my thyroid's acting up, I'll do healing ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but one the ones I do every night are deep sleep, deep relaxation, healing relaxation, healing meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are amazing mm. and the shortest one i bookmarked is like 16 minutes and the longest is like 42 minutes yeah but my point is some i am a really fast knocker outer i'll be yeah. probably within 60 seconds i can go to sleep you are shitting me nope that's amazing it's, ama- it's always been that way always my parents I told love me that yeah, i can knock the fuck out um and i'll sleep the whole time to the morning oh how many hours at least eight nine well, nine's better girl yeah. 
Oh my god. Sleep is not That's an why issue. that skin is so beautiful. That's 100%. Yeah. That's why. So, um I'll do that and these my point is I feel like I know that they're working. Uh-huh. Because when I wake up, they're they're done, they have done their thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still that's still going into it's your still unconscious into your mind. your subconscious mind. Uh yeah, that's why I, you know, for, for about 13 years, I listened to lectures from Marianne Williamson. Yep. Did you do A Course in Miracles? No, no. Just lectures. Yeah, just lectures. And I, I get it. I got it. Know what it is. Know everything about it. And would just listen to it every night. I still do. Listen to it's it. It's a lot night. of work, that Course in Miracles thing. It's a lot of work. I get what it's, I, yeah. Yeah, you get, you get, I get it. it. You get I get it. it. But I'd looked into it a while ago and I was like, bitch, I ain't ready to do all that work. Yeah. Um, but listening to lectures... Where do you find these lectures? Do they live online? Well, a lot of times they are audio books that I've bought on online, or um, you know, a lot of the, the a lot of that stuff I converted from cassette years ago. Casingles, casingles, mm-hmm. uh, the Marion Williamson ones. They were all cassettes that I would buy, and then I ended up converting them to MP3s years How later. How do you do that? Uh, you need a, a, a media converter. And you, that's what I've done with my old VHS tapes is I've converted them to digital MP3, MP4s. See, I, I got them done to DVDs and then the DVDs yes. I put to MP4s. Sure. And then there's going to be something else. I mean, do you do oh, yeah. Apple Music? Because I'm doing Spotify, but I think I'm just going to switch to Apple Music. Um. I have Spotify. I don't do Apple Music. Lily swears, and she's 18, she swears that Spotify is better. Really? Because of all playlists that she can do, she can separate them all you different ways. You can't do playlists on Apple I don't, Music? I'm sure you can. It's because Apple Music. I, because I, I'm having some trouble with the Spotify because uh, I don't even know how to explain it. It's not like the playlist that I have in my iTunes. What's the difference? The difference is there are things that they don't have. Like I was looking for that Bananarama song, moving on um, the the uh, bump and mix. Which, yeah. By the way, I was obsessed with that song for two weeks. Bananarama, the song is called Moving On, and it's the bump and mix. Obsessed. Okay. They didn't have it on Spotify. Really? No. And Can I can you to- look for songs in particular. Like yes, specific songs. Yes, they have their greatest hits, and they. But this was on. I think this song was on their "Please Yourself" uh, album, and it was on the um, extended reissue of the album because they included the remixes. And it's going to sound so ridiculous and so out of touch with. Like I'm going to sound really old okay. right now. Okay, that's all right. Can you have Apple Music if you don't have an Apple computer? Don't yell at me! Don't yell at me! Don't yell at me! That's a good question. I do not know the. Oh answer my God! To thank that. God. Thank God I'm not alone. I, I do not know the... I'm sure you can. Those bitches, I, I you those can. bitches are in it for the money. Yes. So you know they're going to... That's what I mean. Because yeah. I thought, like on my Apple computer, you can have Microsoft Windows. Right. So I figured maybe, most definitely, you can have Apple Music. Let me ask you a Apple. question. If you, you make can. tater you tots out of sweet potatoes, okay. are they called sweet potato tots? Sweet tater tots. No. Okay, no, but are they sweet potato tots? I think they have to be because you don't call a sweet potato sweet tater. Do sweet, you? But a, a, but a, a tater tot is short for potato. Right, because you call a potato a tater. A tater. Right. So then you would you call say, a, sweet tot, a, a sweet potato tot a tater made out of sweet potatoes. You'd make it, call it a sweet potato tot. Right. And I prefer sweet potato tot, especially the way you say it. <laughs> so now. So, it's, so that's solved. 
So that's off the docket. Sweet potato tot. We solved the mystery. It's I a want sweet potato some sweet tot. Potato. You know, there's a company. Oh, you're going to get some because of the food plan that we. Oh, are they on it? Oh, yeah. That's how I know it. Because I was eating one one day and I thought, wait a minute. This is, this is a sweet potato tot. Sweet potatoes are so much healthier for you than white potatoes. They, 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 you know, the meal plan that you and I are now uh-huh. belonging uh-huh. to, they have, which we're not going to name their name because they're not paying us to Correct. say this. They might be one day. They would be one day. Um, they do have sweet potato tots. I can buy them. Also, I, this is a company I will say. If you go to um, Whole Foods or Target, they have a company called Alexia um, Frozen Foods, um, and they have a whole bunch of organic frozen foods that are not expensive. That sounds not delicious. Can you just listen to me? Okay. And you go in there and you get them, and you. I swear by my um, uh, not oven, tots? no toaster oven. Uh-huh. Do you have a toaster oven? No. Oh, bitch. No. I swear by my... I ain't got time for no toaster oven. Do you cook? Hell no. Do you cook in a regular oven? I microwave. I'm saying, take your food that you get from our... He who shall not be named. Uh Put it on a thing and put it in. And it's so much better. Microwaving just nukes all the shit out of it. I don't give a fuck. If it tastes good, girl... Sweet potatoes. No, I need that food now. Sweet potato fries. Oh, the sweet potato tots. Sweet potato tots. Uh And this company sells them frozen, so I know that if I have to do stuff on the fly real quick for my kids, Uh they're done and ready to go. Good to know. And they are delicious. Love it. And the thing is with the foods like that and the foods that we get, you can still zhuzh it. You can still zhuzh it your way. Yeah. You can just put your hot sauce on it or um, I'll use like Himalayan pink Sea salt, I do love that. Yeah, things like that. Um, ground pepper. I use a little bit of a um, seasoning salt. Uh-huh. You know, but this is all healthy stuff, not with the crap in it and MSG yeah. and stuff like that. All right. Well, we're going to go to break real quick, and when we come back, we've got Kate Upton on the show. So stick around for that. You know, Blue Apron is such a wonderful organization just because, it, talk about modern living. You know, you have to go drive to the grocery store, pick oh, up the, girl. decide what you're going to eat, pick up the food, which a lot of times isn't all that fresh, you know. And so you're left with this stuff that you've paid all this money for that you probably don't even want. Not only that, Rue, it's like trying to decide on what you want. I have to come up with the ideas for the yeah. recipes before the kids even agree on it. Yeah. My husband's fine. He'll eat anything. But the girls often like, like Lola loves meat. Mm-hmm. Lily hates meat, like beef. Yeah. So they have to find a way in the happy medium. With Blue Apron, it makes it really easy. You want to know why? Mm. You log on or you go to the app. Mm-hmm. You have the choices in front of your face. I read them off. They'll each agree, you know, and whether we get one, two, or three meals a week, you can choose. It's so easy, and everybody loves because they chose it, too. Yeah, and they get to participate in making the meal or choosing the meal. I wish they'd take their ass in the kitchen (laughs) and do it. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery service in the country for a reason. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. And guys, it really is. They do this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. They have three plans. You can get the two-person meal plan or the the family meal plan. That's the one we do. And that serves four people. Uh, Choose from four new recipes per week with the choice to receive either two, three, or four recipes any week. And the two people... Um, meal plan. You can choose from eight new recipes per week with the, ch- the choice to receive either two or three recipes That's per week. That's a lot of recipes. It's a lot of recipes, but it's so super easy, you guys. You put the big cardboard recipe thing up to right by where you're cooking mm-hmm. and you just follow it along. Everything comes with it. Usually all you have to add is salt and pepper and some cooking oil, whatever you choose to cook with. Yeah. There's also a wine plan 
Six bottles of wine from renowned winemakers delivered monthly. Okay, now you're talking. Okay, it's convenient. (laughs) Sometimes when you have kids, you need that wine to get through cooking. Yeah, yeah. It's convenient with variety. They have fresh, pre-proportioned ingredients in a step-by-step recipe thing right to your door. It could be cooked under 45 minutes, and the menu changes every week based on what's in season, and it's designed by their in-house culinary team. It's so fantastic. The quality is out of control. They only send non-GMO ingredients and meat with no added hormones, so you don't have to worry about that. So if you want to check out this week's menu and get your $30 off, Go to blueapron.com slash rue. That's blueapron.com slash ru. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Hey, are you hiring? Have you been posting your position to job sites and waiting forever for the right people to see it? Why, yes, I am hiring, Rue. ZipRecruiter knew that there was a smarter way, so you know what they did? They went and built a platform, and I'm not talking about heels, Uh that finds the right job candidates for you. For me? For you. I love it. ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for. They identify the people with the right experience, and then they invite them to apply to your job. These invitations have revolutionized how you find your next hire. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. Wait a minute, just one day? One day. I like the sound of that. And ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. They even spotlight the strongest applications you receive so you never miss a great match. That's right, because the candidates are right out there waiting for you. ZipRecruiter is how you find them. Businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. And right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Rue. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Rue. ZipRecruiter.com slash R-U. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. How'd you get discovered? Well, actually, I was discovered leaving a horse show. I used to show horses in Texas. Wait a minute. You said horse and Texas in the same sentence, like Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Was it the Best Little Horse Show in Texas? It was. Uh. It was. How'd you get involved with horses? Um, you know what? I just went through my horse stage and never grew out of it. Now Michelle was it was Michelle has gone through a horse stage <laughs> and never grew out. We're talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. true. So you went through this horse phase. Yes. And how'd you get involved with horses? Because Versage? you have to have money to get involved with horses. Uh-huh. Yes. Well, actually. Um, we did it as best we could or afford. So my sister and I trained our own horses. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And oh, because the money comes in the, the trainers. In the trainers. trainers. Yeah, yes. and the housing. There and stable. You close the door right there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I had a little. Yeah. No, it's a lot of of up. How many horses did you have? Well, we would have. I mean, at least two. One for my sister and one for me. Yeah. Right. But I mean, at any point in time, we could have had more. Do you still have horses? Yeah, I have two rescue horses and one of my retired show horses. Aww. Basically, he's lame. Uh huh. Hmm. He's just there. To Can be you cute. still ride a lame horse? No. No, you, you can. just, you just be, you're just sweet to them. Yeah. Just berate it and call it lame. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> lame. I, I, lame. <laughs> he's a yard ornament. He's what's just his, cute what's out his there. Name? Robbie. Ro- Robbie oh, that's the a lame love, horse. I yeah. love that. <laughs> Sounds like a children's television show, you know, or a book. 
Yeah, you live out here in California now, you know, uh, and, and right now, I guess we can say we're out in Simi Valley. Yes, yes. And there are lots of ranch, ranches around There's here. There's tons of horses here. Yes, and horses. Yeah. Horses. <laughs> and a horse. Except, it's very equestrian. It's very equestrian. Yes, I saw some horses coming Do in. you keep your horses out in this area? No, I don't. I keep my horses in Florida. Did oh. you ever ride? I used to live in Wellington. Did you? Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so it's like the, the polo capital of the United States. I did not it know that. incredible yeah. there. They have some of the best barns. It's beautiful. Is that near Palm Beach? Yeah. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. So now you live in California and you are, go- obviously everybody knows you uh, from your three Sports Illustrated covers, but now you're in California, you're going on auditions, you're doing movies, you're acting. Had you done acting before the other, was it the other woman? The, yeah, the, um, the other woman. I had yeah. done two other cameos and that but I'd been taking acting lessons 3 years prior to doing the other woman. Right because as a model, I mean is that the next natural phase when you get into an agency do they say, "Okay, we got you. That's great. Now you also need to think about how you're going to jump from modeling into your next No, you know what? I always had interest in acting and that's why I was taking cl- classes before I, you know, actually was doing it. And I think that for me, it felt like the natural movement, but modeling is a great starting place for people. Sure. So you can really find your interest. It's like you get a little taste of every piece of this crazy yeah. industry. Yeah. And you get a real taste of the kind of guys who sort of hover around and, and you know, uh, and what, how to, how weed to out. weed yeah. out and deal with them. Because yeah. I'm sure you just, it, 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 it just come out of the woodwork. Lurkers. And lurkers. Yeah. And, they're, and they're not very clever about it. I'm no, sure they're, they're not. They're very straightforward. Yeah. So how did you weed through? Vibes. Exactly. Yeah. How did you weed through in all those years doing what you do, especially oh. being in your bikini most of the time? Right. How do you weed through to see who's genuine and who's not when it came to dating? Well, honestly, when it came to dating, I was really worried about, you know, if somebody was dating me for the wrong reasons. But my mom told me that I have such a strong personality that nobody would date me just for my looks. Right. <laughs> I love your mom. She's like, it's, it wouldn't be worth it for them. <laughs> When's your birthday? June. So you're Gemini. Yes. So you do you are you a classic Gemini where you're hot, cold, different people at different times? Um, I'm not sure. I, I feel like I'm always the same person. I just think that I'm either an asshole about it or mm. kind about it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's basically a Gemini. Yeah. Yes. Have you met, you know what? I feel bad for straight girls and please people don't take this the wrong way, but I just think straight guys, the, the, the ass and the dick and the um, pecs and all that and the, are all, all great, but I just don't find them very interesting. Am I wrong? You mean men? Yeah. Straight guys? Yeah. No, you're not wrong because what happens is there's Am a- I wrong? No, no, you're no. Not wrong. I mean, no. And people are going to take this the wrong way. I just feel bad for women because I just think they're just so. It's, awful. it's a disconnect. There's a disconnect. Yes, because they don't care as greatly about m- mundane things or yeah. regular yeah. things right. as the gay men would. And yeah. that's why the gay man and the and the straight woman right. connection is so extreme and yeah. so intense. That's why you can't be. They're 
is such a thing as I think monogamy inside a relationship sexually, but mm-hmm. there's not in the sense that you can depend on one person for everything. Exactly. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. You need friends. Yeah. It's like in New York, you used to go to the butcher for your meat. You used mm-hmm. to go yeah, to exactly. the hardware store for your nails yes. and, and uh, hammers. hammers. <laughs> and then you'd go to the, uh, the, the, the fishmonger uh, yeah. and you'd go to dance skin for your tights. Yes. You know, that's the exactly dance store, right. You yes. know, so, and that's, that's a yeah. great philosophy. So you, you mentioned your mother earlier. Um, did she prepare you for what? Because you left home like we were 15 years yes, old. Yes, I was 15. Do you think, were you prepared? Um, you know what? I showed horses before that all around the nation. And it was just, we were, I was just traveling with my sister, my mom, and, and me, obviously. And um, I think meeting all of those different personalities. And horse people are crazy. Like they're, yes. you know, they're very eccentric. Exactly. Mm. You never know what to expect. And so it really helped prepare me for this world. But I I had no prior experience yeah. to this industry. Do you ever meet young girls who are who are you are clearly on their path, on the path to, you know, becoming a big model? And yeah. what would you tell them? What do you tell them? What to look out for? Like what, you know, prepare for something else. Take acting lessons. Learn business. Yeah, you know? I think it's. I think you need to take away whatever you – I think you need to know what you want to take away from this industry going into it. And I think you need a really strong personality and you need to tell people to fuck off whenever they're trying to bully you into something. Yeah, yeah. And nobody does because they're so young and people are screaming at them and they're like, okay, okay. Because yeah. they just want to be good and yeah. they just want to succeed. Exactly. I signed the worst record deal of my life when I was 19 because yeah. all I wanted to do was be a star. So how how do you tell a kid? I think a lot of it, Rue, too, has to do with doing the hard yards. Yeah. yeah. You have to learn the hard way. You exactly. Yeah. You have to. You yeah. have to. You were mucking stalls. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You, and you have to work hard and you have to want to work hard. If you're just in it, to be famous Mm -hmm. then you're never going to find any probably joy out of that I wouldn't at least Mm -hmm. was there ever a time in the modeling thing where you thought you know what I'm done with this oh my god so many times yeah I was like if I I mean after every job no (laughs) 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 um no so many times I wanted to walk away um but it keeps sucking you in. Those highs are really high. Yeah. yeah I, I, so are the paychecks. That, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going <laughs> Sorry. With. I'm just in New and Jersey I'm expensive. Inn. Yeah, <laughs> I you gotta should afford be. myself. Good girl. Good girl. Yeah. So now who do you who do you study acting with here in Hollywood? Do you do Hollywood you I study in New York or in, in Hollywood? Well, I started well, I lived in New York for seven years. So I started in New York with Harold Guskin, a lot of different people, and now I study with uh, Kate Kiley. What do you think the biggest lesson you've learned in in all of that? And 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 this is a two prong question. How do you when how do you give yourself permission to allow people to see the 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 gamut of your emotions? Um, I think it's really freeing whenever you're acting and you're able to take yourself out of it and become a different character. I think it's I think whenever you're yourself, like whenever I'm. Kate Upton on social media, I think it's a little bit more of a box because people are putting me in that and you're deciding whether to play up to that. But when you're acting, you can become anything you want and feel anything you want. But did you ever feel restrictions? I, I know when I've tried to oh, do something emotional. Oh, you mean in emotional. the industry? Oh, okay. Well, when, I, when I've tried to do anything emotional, really emotional on camera, I, I've, I've realized I've been holding back the emotions yeah. for so long that when it comes time to they're inaccessible, they're exactly. inaccessible. Oh yeah, I find that a lot because you just you just box them away. So do you have something that you use? I think what Rue's asking to oh, access it. Yeah, 
But if you want to touch into that darkness yeah. that you really need in this scene, I think what you're saying is sometimes you dig, you know, because you've held back so many years. Oh, God, of, yeah. So when you go to touch it, the well is dry. Are you able to tap into that dry well and fill it up? Yeah, I, I think I think I hold everything pretty tight. I'm, you know, years of therapy, I really learned how to yeah. allow myself to feel those things and stop burying them, which sure. helps with reaching in that dark place. Hmm. When did you start therapy? When you moved to New York? Um, I started therapy probably right after my first Sports Illustrated cover, right. which was when I was 19. Because it, did it blow oh. your mind when you were on the cover of this? I mean, it was a big deal. It was yeah. a very still big is. deal. Still big, still it is. is. Yeah. But your first is always like, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. And the a attention. It's, it's the attention. You're, everyone is pulling you in different directions and they want you to be the person that they see you as. Right. That you're not even given the opportunity to be yourself. And I think that I really struggled with who I was in that moment. Yeah. At the Sports Illustrated, they, you know, every year they make a big deal about the unveiling, right. the giant cover, you lift off the yeah. sheet. And um, are you all there that are in it and you find out then or do you know before? Um, they do. You know what? They do it different every year. Oh, okay. Um, sometimes you, my first cover that I found out there, my second one was leaked. So I found out before. And then my third one, I found out, two days before right right and so or maybe the, three or something. The, the first one when you found out there at the unveiling did you just lose your marbles did you just like freak out when you saw that when you said oh my goodness this and your mind is racing i'm make, i'm playing i don't mean to put words in your mouth no, no. but <laughs> i'm just imagining what that must be it's like it's the most if not the i'm gonna say the most iconic Magazine, especially for men. Yes. That's not Playboy and nude. Well, right. and for models before social media, it was the only magazine that put the model's name yeah. large and on the page. Sure. So it was more about the woman and the model instead of the clothing because yeah. they're not selling anything. They're not. Yeah, so what did you feel? Suits. What did you feel when you, when they said, Kate Upton? I was so excited. I grew up in a very sports-oriented family, so Sports Illustrated was really the only thing I knew of growing up about the modeling industry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And But I also, whenever they announced it, was with all of the other models, so I think I felt a little bit... Um, reserved i didn't want right, to showboat wanna... yes. right right yes. yeah. that's very sweet you didn't have to do that yeah. yeah well i was getting a lot of side eye i wasn't sure if i was gonna be cut or <laughs> you gotta keep all your eyes right open. get your car keyed in the parking exactly. lot who, who shot your first cover um my first cover was shot by walter yos walter yos oh i know that name yes yeah. Fabulous. And who teaches you how to do the, the Sports Illustrated hop on the beach? You know, that jump where you... The slow jump? The slow jump where you have to go back and forth. Like, huh, you know, like the, huh, who teaches you how to do that? Oh, um, you know well, what? Well, you're think from it the horse. I mean, the, the, yeah, <laughs> True. that's what horses do. But you know, jump? What, what did you do in horse showing? Um, I did 12 different events. So oh. I did some jumping. I did Western classes, English classes, rail patterns. I did, I would go for all around best in show. Yeah. See, I would get involved with horses mainly for the Western wear. Well, same. You know, oh, the, the glitter yes. on the Western is so it. great. And also the equestrian look. I love that with the boots the Ralph Lauren, and the, the oh, Ralph yeah, Lauren yeah. thing. It's so gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It when is. you can pull it off. Yeah. You can pull it off. You can pull it off because y'all tall. Uh huh. You get uh-huh. a short little gremlin trying to wear jumpers. <laughs> Not as hot with a knee-high boot. And oh, I'm flat. not sure. I think it'd be hot. I'd be like, I'm doing this in my stilettos. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tell me this. How are you at auditions? I've, I've never been good at auditions. I go in there and I make sure that I'm just being, I'm, I'm, 
I amp up my own personality, whatever they, and if they see something they want, I have at it. But so you charm the room before you? I char- I, I give, give them you a You can't taste. help it though. You're charming. Well, thank you very much. But you know, I have gone in there before thinking, oh, I, I should probably be what they want me to be. And I think, screw oh, that. Oh no, yeah. You gotta, you gotta not change yourself. You gotta bring yourself to the table. It's the only way to stand out. Yeah. How are you at auditions? I feel like I'm pretty good because I'm so used to being judged. Right. That like in acting, it's just nice that I'm judged. I mean, although I'm still judged on my looks, but I'm a little bit more. You're going to be. You're a model. Yeah. Right. But I just give them head first. Oh, that's a good thing. Yeah, name. I, I break oh, it up. Yes. yes. Done. Right. Sure, done. Thank you, Kate. I just taught you something. <laughs> Auntie Michelle will teach you. <laughs> do you Sorry, Mom. Do you get nervous at auditions? I, I think if you don't get nervous and you're not excited about yeah. the project. So yeah. whenever I'm nervous, I know that I really, you know, wanted sure. to get it. And um, do you have some stuff in, you don't have to talk about it, but do you have some stuff in the can that's coming out soon? I do. I actually do. I probably can announce not it like say in, what in yes three or no two weeks probably but it's, yeah it's good great project oh that's great yeah. that's fantastic so you've been very very blessed in this industry so far mm-hmm. but now are, are you mapping out what how you want this to play out in five years in 10 years what do you what are you thinking you know what? I started off doing that, but the industry changes every second, you know, especially with social media and phones that sure. it's hard to map it out. You have to kind of just, for me, at least I go for projects that I feel passionate about and yeah. hope that through my passion, it becomes successful. To, to how Who do you go to, to plan out the money though? You know, a lot of people, when they start making a lot of money, they have to make a lot of mistakes yeah. first. AKA spend your money. Spend your money, but you got to save your money. Right. Um, who did you go to, to ask advice about that? You know what? My dad used to actually work at a bank. Mm-hmm and managed finances and so i talked to him and i grew up in a family that it was really important to save yeah so i just i'm just cheap yeah. good girl <laughs> Why not? good girl because yeah. one like, day you're gonna be a mom you you i'm sure you want what to be. And <laughs> yes yes that's what happens you get married you has babies uh-huh. you take some time off oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's what that money comes in handy. No, it does. Yeah. It does. But you know what's funny is that, you know, once you buy, you know, after a while, everything is just everything. Stuff. Exactly. It's, you, just, it's stuff. just stuff. You want yeah. real connections. You want yeah. to be around people. You want to be around projects. So I feel like whenever you get to a place where you have money, it gives you freedom. Yeah. That, now that's you're it. like, oh, now I can be myself and yeah. do th- really cool projects. Right. That is it in a nutshell. That's what the money brings is freedom and, and the ability to say no also, which oh, is yeah. a very it's powerful. It's so important. Yes. Yes. What was your favorite uh, acting experience? Uh, the, was it the other woman? Yeah. You know what? I had such a great Who time. Who directed that? Uh, Nick Cassavetes. Oh, wow. Oh, that's yeah. huge. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. That's big time. Yeah. But, you know, Cameron um, Diaz and, and Leslie Mann were just so lovely to me on set that any time I felt uncomfortable, they just put me under their uh-huh. little wing and Leslie carried Mann's me through. Leslie a genius. Oh, they're the best. They're the best. They're so talented, so kind. It's you know, sometimes you get a little scared to meet people you've yeah. always looked up to. Sure. They're yeah. going to let you down. Well, you're also walking onto a huge set with yeah. a huge, huge movie. director, huge movie with, a, with an actual budget. 
<laughs> two very skilled actresses. Mm-hmm. And here you are, really, your first feature film. Yeah, it was, yeah. And you're like, shit, what do I do? Where do I stand? What do I do? go? What do I, you know? Mm-hmm. And you just have to go in it like, all right, I'm going to do this with your head up. But it was wonderful that they were kind to you and took you under their wing. Yeah, they're just. And you're actually very good in that movie. Thank I you. Was surpri- I was I saw it on an airplane and I wanted to see how you would do because I knew, of course, the pictures. Stuff, but when I saw it, I was like, oh my goodness, she's she is an actress. She already knows how to act. <laughs> Did you have a coach on set with you? Um, not on set, but I worked, you know, I prepared before every day and every scene. Right, right. And um, so what is your dream role? Uh, you know, I think of, uh, of you know, all the movies that have been made and, and the things that uh, already exist. Do you have your eye on something that, you know, may or may not be in the works, but that you think, ooh, I would love to do... I'd love to do Love Story, a remake of Love Story. I'd love to do a remake of, um, there's a movie that uh, Susan Anton did called Golden Girl in 1978 that you would be perfect for. Are you actively looking for things or do you have your eye on something? Yeah, you know, I think that I would take any role that is a full character. Mm -hmm. And for women in Hollywood, it's honestly hard to find, especially whenever you have tits like these. Yes. Yes. It's difficult to find a full character. Right. And at the beginning, I started off being like, I want to do this. I want to do that. And then near the end, you're like, okay, literally any role Uh that makes sense. And it's a whole human being. Right. (laughs) I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Well, that's why you got to develop your own thing. You have to not only do what is offered, but also at the same time, have your eye on things that people who have been successful in the past have been successful with. You know, um, look for things where ladies who look like you have had success with full characters and just redo them. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Which is which is important. Because- and it's all they're doing now. They're just remaking. Yeah. yeah. And some are better. You yeah. know, you never know when you're going to get That's a chance true. to make something good. No, it's absolutely right. It's Would you do television? Oh, yes, for sure. Yeah. Like a series or something like that. Yeah. It sounds... I would definitely do television. Yeah. I love it. Kate Upton is with us. I'm so happy for you. You know, obviously, I think people know that we interview people when they're on our show. Yes. So you're probably on Drag Race this week that this comes on. (laughs) I'm like, I signed a couple of things. I'm not sure I can answer that. (laughs) Well, this won't come out until it's announced. So so tell me, had you ever been around drag queens before? Uh, Aside from the models uh, in the shows. (laughs) Touche. Very similar. Yes. It's very similar. Yeah, you know, in New York, I've been through to a few drag queen parties. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I feel my my true element. Yeah. It's the only room I'm in where my tits are smaller. <laughs> and you're taller. <laughs> and right. And you're and you're Same probably height, not yeah. as small. And yeah. I'm yeah. shorter. Yeah. So uh, uh, in the modeling industry, were there any established models who took you under their wing and said, hey, kid, come oh, over here? Oh, hell no. No? <laughs> no, really? no way. Though so it's um, when I started, it was a, a weird time in the fashion industry. There wasn't really, I guess, one single supermodel. Right. Right when I started. It, what, and, what, um, when did you start? What year? Uh, Twin. Okay. Well, mm. I think 2007. I 2007. started. 2007. Let's see. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause Giselle had already crash. done her thing. Exactly. And Carmen Cass had already really done yeah. her thing. Yeah. Because that was the, um, Gigi. I mean, not Gigi. Uh, Gigi hadn't happened. No, yet. no, no. I'm thinking of, uh, 
Cara Delevingne. Cara Delevingne. She had. She wasn't there yet. Hmm. Not there yet. Yeah, because that was an odd time. Because she was. What, what, 20 yeah she's more recent right because what was happening is uh and and still happening is that girls would last for about two years right exactly and you know know, they were looking for how they put it to me the um all the right features put together in the wrong way hmm so they wanted that that's what the casting agent. Yeah, yeah and it's more like they wanted the alien look they always would tell me like oh Oh, right too Too pretty yeah Yeah. too pretty (laughs) And um, who would book you every single time, like Ralph Lauren? Uh, well, when I first started modeling, I was a catalog model, and I just like made that cash. Yeah, yeah. And it was just, I, and I always was um, booked again. And then I did the guest campaigns. Mm-hmm. I did seven guest campaigns, and um, I worked for VS a couple times, mm-hmm. Sports Illustrated. Um, and does does Ellen von Unworth still shoot all of the guest stuff? Not all of them. I worked with Usai mm-hmm. and and Ellen. Right, she's amazing. Oh, I mean, she's I mean, iconic. Oh my god! It to the new, I hate to say it, but like the new status of like Scovula, what Scovula was. Right, mm-hmm. Ellen von Unworth is that status. Yeah, and so have you worked with Peter Lindbergh? Yes, oh, I have. I did another uh, one. David Uriman with him. Wow. Yeah. And what about um, uh, Patrick Demarchier? Uh, oh, I haven't worked with Did him. Did I say it right? No. no? Say no, it for he... me. Patrick de Marchillier, yeah. Uh, uh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, but it's my favorite thing to hear Ruth say it. It's Patrick de Marchillier. Yeah. <laughs> I, see, I, when I round I the corner. I always just look down when I don't know how to pronounce something. I'm like, Jean Yeah. It's hard. It's like Jean Charles de Casablanca. Yeah. So you're the only person on earth who knows how to say that. Yeah, that's just rude. Yeah. I'm sorry. John Charles accuses her. Oh, I know who you're talking about. (laughs) You know, the teddy bear guy. (laughs) So, and so who are your favorite photographers? Have you done Stephen Mizell? Yes, I did Stephen Mizell. I did American Vogue with him and um, Italian Vogue. I love working with Mario Testino. He's one of my favorite. Bruce Weber. Yes. He knows how to make anyone look their absolute best by doing very minimal. Right. He's just incredible. You know, um, Stephen Mizell has not been photographed in public in like 20 something Years. years. Yes. Did you actually face him and did you see him did you was he behind a sheet or something or in the darkness <laughs> no he was out in the open but no cell phones allowed so. no cell phones allowed yeah. yes there you go wow bruce weber um i don't think there's anybody out there now that shoots a female body the way he does better than bruce weber wow it wow. is so true he just really knows how to capture the beauty of a woman and, or I mean, of anybody, actually. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. He just loves yeah. the form. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, it was years ago. I think um, he made his gazillions because, was it, oh, Abercrombie, Abercrombie. and Fitch, mm-hmm. he made a deal with them to where he would choose their thing if they gave him a few points. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? So, yes. I didn't know he got back in. He got back in on that. And I think the same with Ellen Von Unworth with Guess. Really? I think she gets a percentage because she really did create the Iconic. look of what their brand is. It's true. And you know? Bruce definitely created Abercrombie. Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. Sex, 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 naked top boys. Yeah. 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 So now, um, you, so your favorite photographers are who? Mario Testino, Stephen Mizell. I mean, everyone we just talked about, Peter Lindbergh. Yeah. He's just incredible and so chill. I mean, 
I had, I've worked with a lot of awesome people. Those are the best of the best. Yeah, so, you sigh. I mean, no. So okay, so you're in LA. You're going auditioning. You you work in that angle. Um, <laughs> so you know, you're a young woman. Um, LA is very isolating. Yeah. And so, do you have friends in LA, or do you just keep your head down and and keep your head? in the business. I have friends here. You know, I've been coming to LA my entire career. You are always going back and forth New York to LA. So I've created really great friends over the years, mm-hmm. you know, before any of my success even. So I feel as though I can trust them. And Yeah, I hear you. But you know, like I, I have friends. I never see them because oh, the true. people I socialize with are the people I work with. Yeah. True. So I honestly, there are some some of my friends I haven't seen in years. Yeah, and you know, it's so but that's when you know it's a true friend is whenever you haven't seen them in months or mm-hmm. a year and you're able to just jump right back into it. Because traveling and doing other jobs and being taken away for a month or so, mm-hmm. it, it's gonna do that no matter what. Are you okay on your own? Do you get lonely? Um, you know, I when I first started working I definitely got lonely and I would try to like convince any of my family members to come on jobs with me and uh, now that I'm in a relationship it's like a little vacation are you you in a relationship with Satan (laughs) (laughs) can't you tell look at her no oh you're in with an actual human Human. yes a human man oh my goodness (laughs) who would have thought (laughs) you don't have to say his name but what is he like is why do you think it's working out um well, I'm finding his name. Uh, it's Justin, but it's working out because we're so similar and we also respect each other's careers yeah. where I want him to be his best and understand that he has to travel and he's working and that's a priority to him. And he, because of his passion towards his job, understands that for me as well. Yeah. So we, even though we spend time apart, we're happy for each other, respecting what the other one's doing apart. And right. how'd you guys meet? We actually shot a commercial together. Oh, and just clicked. No. No, of course not. It never <laughs> happened that way. I'm like, we didn't, like, we... We hated each other. Yeah, we actually, we kind of did. And um, he he's an athlete, and I'm a model, and neither of us trusted each other. We were like, mm, I'm not getting into that. Uh-huh. Right. And um, two years later, we started dating. We oh, became, after the show. Wow. Yeah, we became, we started becoming like friends like text buddies and mm-hmm. then we started talking to each other on the phone every day and you know became friends yeah and really built a connection and then we started dating wow yeah that's crazy and you live in the same city no uh-huh. <laughs> why would they do that that's just stupid yeah, yeah we live on planes no. yeah right <laughs> hotel rooms it's a public relationship people know yes what teams do you play for um, he just got traded, and he plays for Houston Astros now. Okay, and they are baseball people. Yes, yes really. Uh, yes. <laughs> no, I knew the the Houston Astros are baseball because the Oilers used to be football, and I don't think they exist anymore. Okay, are they the Texans you, you now, lost or is that me on baseball? That Texan, I don't is that know. baseball? I don't Texans know. Texans okay. is football. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Do you follow baseball? Um, now. Uh huh. Did yeah. you know of him before the commercial? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> My dad th- did though. Oh, yeah. so was your dad super excited? Oh yes. Yeah. You know, I come. They, my dad still is like, I would never guess that you would be the daughter I call and talk baseball with because Aww. I was always like not interested at all. Right. Wow. How wow. special though. Yeah. And what's his mother like? Because I mean, that's the real sign of of a of a man that you could, you know, how he treats his mother is the, the most telling thing about a man. Yeah, and. 
and you know, mommy issues definitely trump daddy issues. I right, think. right. No, he comes from a very good family. They're from Virginia, and you know, good Southern values. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good girl. That's great. That's fabulous. Well, listen, I, you know, it's great talking. I know we have to get back to work and everything, but it sounds like you got your head screwed on right. Oh, just faking it. Well, you know, <laughs> hey, you know, sometimes faking it is the best you can do. Fake it you to know? make it. Fake yeah. it till you make it and uh, act as if, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but um, most people, most people, you know, we all take it for granted that, uh, uh, you know, we're doing well and we're on the straight and narrow, but most people are not. Most people are... Uh, have a hard time with yeah. it all. They I really think, do. I think people need to look at, you know, being in this industry, even though it's so glamorous from the outside, as work. It is work. And it's hard work. It and is. as long as you do your work, I feel like maybe you have a better chance of not going insane. Right. No, because it's very it's a very good chance you could go insane because it's a very surreal existence. Yeah. Especially because and that's why drag I think is so important because there is the you who's on the covers of magazines and in movies and then there's the you who has to go and get the dry cleaning and yeah. oh is am I on E? Oh I got to get the gas. Oh where can I do I have enough gas in the tank to get to the gas? Right. There's that you, yes, you know. Exactly. And they're really different. They're very different and you live with that dual uh reality the parallel lives yeah and yeah. Uh, most people don't understand that no they don't know? and they don't want to know the other the they other side they don't want to know exactly it. exactly so kate upton is with us uh thank you so much thank for talking. you so much so, you've been so open and so lovely <laughs> and i think uh, uh i think you're gonna go even further in this and as an actress you are a very fine actress you thank really you. are thank i was you. actually shocked when i saw you and i thought Wow, she. Because this model to actress is very difficult. No, yeah. yeah, it is. It's very. I'm seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And good luck. And I will see you out on the set in just a few Two minutes. minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> Two minutes. Can I get an amen? If you can't love yourself. How in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Can I get a name, man? And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Amen.